Welcome to Intuitive Astrology with Molly McCord. Thank you so much for joining me today as this is a Monday podcast where we focus on a particular astrological theme or topic. And today's show is going to be a little bit different in that we're just going to talk in general about some of the energies we're moving through after the big eclipse energies that we have experienced and that honestly, we are still riding. The eclipse energies are still moving through and they will last into 2023 simply because these two eclipses we just had are more energetically significant and they are going to be unfolding for a longer amount of time. Now that's because the Scorpio new moon solar eclipse on October 25th was at two degrees and it will still be active until the south node in Scorpio reaches that two degree point in June 2023 that is when the energy will officially clear out. And then we just had the Taurus lunar eclipse that occurred at 16 degrees of Taurus. And this is energy we're going to be working with into early 2024. And that's because both transiting Uranus in Taurus and transiting Jupiter in Taurus will be working with that 16 degree point as well. So we essentially are in a cycle of energies that will unfold for a while, but they have been the biggest right now. And I don't know about you, but I personally am exhausted. I'm tired. In my own world, I've just been through two hurricane situations in the past six weeks. And now on top of eclipse season, as well as the big energies that we've had over the past number of months, I'm finding that it's time to really give ourselves some room and space to let things settle or to trust whatever is happening for you and your energy. As I was preparing for this podcast, I was noticing that there are no planets and fire signs right now. Yes, we have Chiron, an asteroid in Aries retrograde, but it is a much more internal energy and it is covering territory that Chiron has already been passing over. So we have some quiet in the heavens right now. The cosmos is dominated by water signs and earth signs at this time. So we're supported in determining a new flow as well as where we need grounding. And you might be feeling that as well, that you're just ready to let things be, to let things flow, and to trust what is calling to your energy, especially if you just need a break, if you just need to take a moment or take a week to come back to center. So this Monday podcast is a little bit different than the others, and I just wanted to share that in case you are a new listener, if you're new to this podcast series. I'm just going to share a few musings for you and actually keep this particular episode shorter. 
Now, in addition to not having any strong fire energy in the cosmos, and keep in mind fire is action, motivation, inspiration. It gets us going. It fuels us for forward motion. So when there is a lack of fire, there can be a sense of not wanting to do much, wanting to just allow things to be to trust a process. We also have this Mars in Gemini retrograde, and this is also a time of retraction and slowing down. Mars in Gemini is where we may need to do things twice, and you might be observing that pattern in your life or in the world. You might be seeing that, okay, some things have to be worked through multiple times in order to truly move ahead. Now in Gemini, which is the sign of the twins and the sign of duality, one of the astrological signs of duality, I should say, the other one being Pisces, Mars in Gemini is typically a fast-moving energy where Mars is a good multitasker in Gemini and it can be doing multiple things at once. And in fact, it gives me that visual of a concrete mixer vehicle you know, those trucks that are churning and turning the concrete while the vehicle drives forward. It's a bit like that. Mars and Gemini can handle doing a few things at the same time, but in retrograde, there's a slowdown and a pullback where you could feel like there's things that you have to take on twice. You have to review it again. You have to look at the details and the particulars, make sure the data is accurate and the numbers add up. The other thing about this particular Mars retrograde in Gemini is that sometimes this Mars will act too quickly. It will be too impulsive and not think things through, whereas the higher expressions of Gemini are about thinking it through before speaking, before saying anything or writing it out. And with Mars in Gemini retrograde, there could be a sense of, oh, maybe you acted too fast on something or said something too quickly and now there's a sense of that is teaching you or showing you how your mind works, showing you where that impulse was in the throat chakra to express or say something. But now the energies are actually more reflective. There's a sense of pulling back and saying, oh, maybe I needed to give myself more time before expressing my thoughts, before making a choice or doing something. And it's important to highlight this energy since Mars is retrograde until the middle of January 2023. So there are opportunities here for us to take the higher road of Gemini, to take the higher path, which is basically give yourself time to think it through. Give yourself time and space to process, to contemplate, to review your word choice or what you want to communicate what information you want to share, then when you have thought it through, then is the time to express it and communicate it. And that saves us from having to do things twice because of how that Mars and Gemini can be quite impulsive and take action 
very quickly and then realize, oh, I should have gone a different path or there was an easier way to do this, but I acted too quickly. You get the idea. The point here is that we're in a phase right now of giving ourselves more time than maybe we are used to or even being able to self-manage any of those Gemini planets better. So if you have strong planets or points in Gemini, this Mars retrograde is bringing your attention to how that energy physically moves through you, which is Mars. Mars is the body and our physical vessels. Mars is how we move the body and take action, what we feel compelled to move towards. But during the Mars retrograde, It's about giving ourselves that pause, that break, or that slowdown before action is taken. So any planets you have in Gemini are working directly with this Mars retrograde. And to be honest, it could be challenging because there could be things that you just normally do or say or you go for. But you could find yourself tripping over your own feet. You could find yourself needing to take back something you said and be like, oh, wait, let me examine that information a bit longer. Let me look at these details even more and then get back to you. So the Mars retrograde is in effect right now. And just stay mindful of that. And again, give yourself time. Give yourself more processing time to think it through, to accumulate more information, more specifics, more details. And then that's going to give you what you need in order to move forward. Now, even with Mars retrograde, there is forward motion. There are things happening and unfolding, but this particular Mars retrograde is just asking you to be more mindful think it through, be thoughtful, really examine what needs to be said and what does not. What does not need to be said? What does not need to be communicated? And to trust that, to allow that to be something that you can honor as well. Now, I've done two previous podcasts for you discussing this Mars and Gemini retrograde. There's an episode devoted to the Mars retrograde and Gemini energies. And then there's another show I did for you that really goes into the significance of this Mars and Gemini squaring Neptune in Pisces. And that's a significant energy that lasts into March 2023. So please check out those shows if you have planets or points in Gemini, in Pisces, or even in the other mutable signs, being Virgo and Sagittarius, as these energies are working with you more personally and you could be feeling it as well. And in fact, on that note, When we think about Mars being our vitality, our energy, how we assert ourselves and go for what we want, there is a slowdown as this Mars is making a square to Neptune in Pisces at 22 degrees. And so that is part of the need to take a break, to slow down, and to give ourselves more time than necessary where typically you might do something within 24 hours, now you might want to take a week. Now you might realize you need more time to get back to somebody, to get an answer, 
And I realize that isn't always the case in the real world, especially in professional environments or at work where things are happening now and things are building up to a very busy holiday season. Uh, We're also feeling like there's things that we can't delay, we can't push back, and there's things that we have to take care of. But there is an opportunity here to allow more mindfulness into your world and more mindfulness into what you are taking on, as well as how it's showing up in your schedule. Now, both Gemini and Pisces are signs of duality, as I mentioned, and Pisces is the sign of duality that removes us from our human will that removes us from our human perspective and wants us to go higher into spiritual will, into the higher self's perspective and into a place of surrender, but without surrendering your power. We're just surrendering what we don't know, surrendering to a process, being detached, being in a place of either way this plays out, it's going to be awesome. No matter what unfolds next, it's going to be fantastic. It's kind of this ability to just allow the energy to keep moving and to keep flowing without being heavily focused on one particular expectation, one particular detail, or one particular path. So in the best and highest expression There is an opening here to letting things unfold, letting things be magical, allowing yourself to open up your energy so that you're not being too heavy on yourself or feeling pressured to make one thing happen. When the energies right now don't really support that, the energies are not about it has to look like this or it has to go this direction. Rather, it's a bit like the energies have opened up into more potentials, but that can also bring up greater feelings of uncertainty, even overwhelm, where we're managing our ability to keep trusting even when the details are flying all around and things are not grounded and it can be very uncertain. So this brings up how do you handle uncertainty? How do you progress from a place of feeling empowered and strong in your core, even when there's so much maybe that is uncertain at this time. And that's also the world we're living in. That's also the bigger energies on the planet. But what we're meant to do is continually strengthen our core energy, strengthen our ability to trust, also work with where the mind goes and to calm that anxiety or to calm down any over-processing, overthinking, even the worry and things that come up through the emotional body. And that is certainly easier said than done sometimes especially after eclipse season, especially after these very big energies and very big waves that have come through that maybe have been more than you anticipated and even knocked you out. And in fact, that's how I'm feeling. As I mentioned, I'm very tired because of not only the hurricane fire drills I've been through, but everything that comes up after that in terms of repairs and things that need to be rebuilt and taken care of and getting multiple quotes to have my fence redone. I mean, there's just a lot that happens. But the energy is helping us 
in a slowdown. So if you can see that as working with you, working for you, in that it's a beautiful time to simplify our priorities and to not feel like you have to get it all done or force a lot or that it's even in your control right now because that's also what it feels like, especially with this Neptune squaring Mars where for everything you would normally get done in a day, whatever you would typically be able to produce or move through or handle, it could feel like it's just too much or it's just been thrown up into the air and it's harder to grasp some priorities or perhaps to get some things completed. So this is what I mean about staying open with the energy. Now we are moving through the last week of Scorpio season and part of the Scorpio journey is really getting clear on what has been in your emotional operating system, what you've been deeply feeling and perhaps even tapping in to where some core emotions have stemmed from. And that is the case every Scorpio season. Scorpio season is actually a beautiful gift of self-discovery where we understand more about ourselves. We see more of how our energy is showing up and what we are moving through, but we also tap into more of what's happening within us. And so as we've been journeying through Scorpio season, perhaps there's some truths that have come to light for you. Perhaps there have been some fears. Perhaps there have been some things that you didn't realize were happening in your own energy, whether those are certain belief systems or certain conditioning messages that you're seeing illuminated for the first time and you're saying, no, I don't want that. I don't like that in myself. I don't want to be that version of myself or I don't want that energy to continue forward. It's no longer who I am. It's no longer what I claim. And part of the Scorpio journey is that it is the phoenix rising from the ashes, but that phoenix is able to rise because of strength and conviction. And conviction is a Scorpio keyword, as in you now have greater conviction around who you are, what you need, and that's where your power stems from. There's a sense of connecting to what you truly need and want because of what you've cleared out, what you've let go of, what you've seen in yourself that you're actually making a conviction around, meaning you're committing to changing it. You're basically maybe even drawing some hard lines in the sand and saying no more, no more of this from myself. I'm not going to be this way. This is not my true energy anymore. So I'm saying this from a personal perspective of what you can control, of what you're able to shift and change within your own energy. And that is your growth. That is your power. That is your light. And that is where this energy of understanding more of who you are is designed to support you. There are three main archetypes in Scorpio season. The first is the scorpion, then we have the phoenix rising, and then we have the eagle. So this is a beautiful 
way of understanding how we're here to transform and elevate energies during Scorpio season, where something may start at the scorpion ground level and think about how that scorpion energy can only see what's in front of it and often reacts harshly and intensely to something that maybe it is fighting off or feels intrusive. So that scorpion energy can reveal what you want to transform where you don't want to have that same reaction, response, or something triggering your emotional world. So you transmute it and rise above it to see a higher vantage point, which is where the eagle flies. Those eagle eyes can see from this higher perspective what's truly happening above ground level. But in order to get to that height of the eagle, something needs to be transformed. And that is part of the phoenix rising energy where you're rising up in yourself and understanding what no longer works for you, what you don't want to feel within your own energetic experience, what you no longer want to be unconsciously holding or even continually recreating. Scorpio is a fixed sign. So there can be these patterns that keep showing up, especially in our emotional world. And again, Scorpio not only is a fixed sign, but it's fixed water. So it can spin. And I often think of it as a hot tub where the energy circulates and spins around, but you gotta have a filter, right? You gotta have a filter if you want that hot tub to stay clean. And you have to actively filter out the dirt, the muck, the grime, anything you don't want spinning in that hot tub. So this is where what we're understanding is that Scorpio season supports us in the evolution and transmutation of energies that have kept us at a lower level, that have kept us in that Scorpion energy, perhaps of reaction and not understanding the higher or broader perceptions that are available. So we go through a transformation and rise up to understand more of our power, to understand more of our choices, more of our options. So when we're at that eagle perspective in Scorpio season, we can see something with eagle eyes. We can be very focused, very persistent, very determined. Think about how an eagle is aware of how it's using its energy. And you're not going to waste energy. You're not going to waste your time on things that no longer resonate or no longer are needed. But when an eagle focuses on something, it really has an intense energy that knows what it wants. So this is part of how the Scorpio journey can assist us in gaining clarity, filtering out old versions of ourselves, old responses, old things that we don't want to keep circulating in, and then rise above to understand the best use of your energy, how to remain in your power, how to remain in your strength and allow that to be what you fly with and to be what you use on a daily basis. 
So I said there were three archetypes of Scorpio season, but we're just going to throw in a fourth with that hot tub. And then we could also throw in a fifth with the pressure washer, which is an analogy I used earlier in Scorpio season. So there's an intensity here to clean out and clear out what is no longer fulfilling, what's no longer needed, but also being very honest with yourself around how that particular energy is within you and what parts of yourself you're willing to transform, release, and no longer allow to consume your energy. So this can be good to observe in yourself as we have another week of Scorpio season until the sun enters Sagittarius on November 22nd. And that is quickly followed by a Sagittarius new moon. And I have that video for you now on YouTube describing the energies of the Sagittarius new moon on November 23rd, which is also the same day that Jupiter stations direct at 28 degrees of Pisces. And that's significant because Jupiter is the ruler of Sagittarius and Jupiter has been retrograde since July 28th. So we're going to have a time here where Jupiter is moving very slow in order to station direct, station direct on November 23rd, comes to a full stop, and then it could feel like there's energy that is gathering back into yourself, where you have some time to collect what you have been sitting in or moving through. Perhaps there's even something that you've come to understand about who you are now that relates directly to your spiritual growth and your soul's journey. So we'll keep talking about this energy, of course, especially in the Wednesday podcast where we review what's happening every week. Before we officially enter Sagittarius season, there is a lot of feminine energy in the planets right now, meaning most of the planets are in water signs or earth signs. And then the planets that are in masculine energies, which is only this Chiron retrograde in Aries and Mars retrograde in Gemini, we have Saturn direct in Aquarius, which is really the strongest masculine energy at this time. So this means that we're really in this period of honoring how we need to take care of ourselves, how we might need some quiet time, downtime reflection. There could even be a sense that if you were to exert too much energy or try to drive something forward, it isn't really gaining traction. It isn't really going. And that's part of how this energy is guiding us to take care of ourselves, to honor what feels correct and what feels good, to trust that. When there's a lot of water signs that are active, we can even feel more energetically sensitive. We might need more rest, more naps, more meditation, more things that support our energy without forcing or making it happen. 
And I was thinking about this in regards to even athletics or something you do physically where there is the need to exert yourself, whether you're in a game or a competition or even just going for a run and you're ready to go, right? You're charged up. And if you've been in athletics or anything like that in your life, you know that there's things you do to prepare for the game or to get your body in shape, to be ready to go, to give it your all, to give it your best. And then after that game is completed or the match is over or whatever is done, there's a period needed of recovery, of downtime, like your quads are burning or your back is sore or you're just listening to your body's consciousness, right? You're just understanding, okay, I gave it my all. I showed up. I did my best. Now I need to recuperate. Now I need to rest and allow things to settle and just be. And this is an energy that we're in right now. There's kind of this need to just allow things to be, to trust that's right on time and to not waste energy or to push yourself too hard or too fast. This is even when injuries will happen in sports or in any kind of competition when you're trying to do more, go for that final push, that final run, whatever it might be, and your body's tired, your body's worn out, and it's like, I can't do one more thing, and the muscle is too weak, and then you have an injury or something undesirable can happen because your body now needs to take a break. So that's essentially the energy we're in until Sagittarius season begins. Now we are going to see both Mercury and Venus enter Sagittarius before the sun enters Sagittarius. So you could actually feel like, okay, I've got my downtime. I rested. I've trusted what my energy needs. Now I can feel things revving up again which again will be the case when both Venus and Mercury move into Sagittarius. But I feel like the energy really shifts when the sun moves into Sagittarius. We have the Sagittarius new moon and then Jupiter stations direct, all occurring November 22nd and November 23rd. So just a heads up, if you are feeling this energy, if this is resonating with you, and if it's supporting what you're feeling at this time. So I'll be back on Wednesday for our weekly astrology podcast where we'll talk more about the energies of this week. In the meantime, I'm wishing you a beautiful journey through Scorpio season and trusting whatever is supporting your energy now, trusting what is best for you, what is right for you, and knowing that that is how your energy is powerfully speaking to you at this time. And there's a lot of wisdom in those messages. And I also wanted to share, because a few of you have asked, that my new book, Awakening Astrology, the one that came out in May, is on sale for 99 cents on Kindle. And I don't know how long that lasts. I really don't. So it might not be on sale by the time you hear this message, but I wanted to let you know because it's exciting when Amazon puts it on sale, allows more people to buy it and enjoy it. And this is the book that goes into your five personal plans planets, sun, moon, 
Mercury, Venus, Mars. And I wrote the book on your five personal planets because this is your daily energy. This is your personal energy formula. And when you understand more of these planets and more of these needs in yourself, how the energy shows up, how it expresses itself, it's going to make a lot of sense around how you move through life, who you are, what you're about in this lifetime, how you're here to shine your light and understand your energy energy. So please check it out while it's on sale. There is a paperback version available. There's also an audiobook, and it's a book that's designed to be a reference, meaning you come back to it and reread sections or remember parts of this information and how it's applicable to your life now. So I do hope it serves as an ongoing astrological reference tool and also helps you dig in to more of your energy as well. So as always, thank you so much for joining me. You can find out more about my latest astrological programs as well as business courses over at mollymccord.online. You'll find some videos, some teachings, a whole library of information, and you can also check out my latest astrology programs if you're looking to learn even more about your chart at this time. And be sure to check out my YouTube channel because in the playlists, you'll see a ton of topics, a ton of teachings that can also help you connect some dots around your astrology chart. So thank you for joining me. I'll be back here on Wednesday and we'll keep rolling forward. Wishing you a beautiful journey at this time. Hope you're hearing your own needs, hearing your own intuitive messages even more and absolutely knowing you can trust that at this time. Thank you so much for joining me. Have a beautiful week and I'll see you back here soon.